Hello brothers and sisters, this is Chris Moran and this is the second podcast with regards to dreams, visions, revelations, uh, and in general we'll just say manifestations. So I did the introduction with the last podcast and I'm going to share a specific dream today and I do plan on interviewing brothers and sisters within the church as part of this as I had said before, but there are going to be many as well that I'm going to share from Zion's Advocate, for example, with regards to people that are no longer with us or some from a long time ago. And this is one example of those. And so I'm going to talk about prayer today with regards to a dream. And this was shared in Zion's Advocate, volume number six, number four on April 1929. So almost a hundred years ago. That's uh, quite a quite a while ago, if you think about it, coming up uh, on a hundred years from the time that this dream was received, and I guess this wasn't a dream. Uh, this was, um, I would say, it was a manifestation or a vision that happened while during a season of prayer, and this is a manifestation that a sister had. And so I'm going to go ahead and share this again. It's from 1929. And the sister's name who had this was Mrs. J.G. Pointer. And I do not know anybody in the Church of Christ with that last name. Perhaps you do. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody with that, that name still around in the church or not. Perhaps there are descendants of Mrs. J.G. Pointer, but I am not sure. So I'm going to go ahead and read this. It's not very long, but this is with regards to prayer, and I think it's something very important that we um, can gather insight uh, with regards to and can really help us out in our spiritual walk as we gain wisdom from this experience. So I'll begin. It says, While Brother Naren and Brother Gates were holding their season of prayer in order to receive testimony regarding the temple, we at our home were praying also for them at the time of our evening devotions. When I seemed to sense the throne of God, I did not see it, but sensed it in the heavens. While on earth, directly beneath it, was a low altar on which the prayers of a few of the saints striving to reach the throne... They arose from the altar in a very small column, weak and apparently at first it was only about three or four feet high. When there came a small animal and leaped upon the column and tried to suppress it or to keep it from rising at all. While this animal was small, it was very strong and agile, and it tried hard to tear down and destroy the column, but it gradually grew a little larger and higher. Then it seemed that more prayers were added, and in spite of the attempt of the animal, the column grew to perhaps 12 or 15 feet when the animal climbed rapidly to the very top and tried to push it back with all its force. But the column seemed by this time to have gained considerable strength and grew more rapidly both in height and diameter. The animal became desperate and exerted all his cunning and power to prevent the prayers rising. But at last the column grew very strong, was reaching well into the heavens, when he seemed to lose his hold and slid rapidly to the ground. This, of course, represents his satanic majesty. He is powerful, active, and cunning. May God help us that we do not be asleep. Mrs. J.G. Pointer. And that is the end of this manifestation that was shared. 
a couple things or multiple things I just wanted to touch on with regards to this dream, and we'll talk about a few scriptures I think are related. But it says here they were having a season of prayer, so there were multiple people here that were praying for the situation when uh, Mrs. J.G. Pointer had this manifestation during a season of prayer. So it was associated with multiple people, multiple brothers and sisters that were praying together. And it says here, at first, the small column, which represented the prayers of the people, it was weak. And apparently at first, it was only about three or four feet high. But as the people, as more people joined with their prayers, and as the prayers were laid upon their hearts, and they were united in their prayers for um, the situation here. So this is a representation of what happens when our prayers are combined with other brothers and sisters, when we pray often, and when we pray in prayer and fasting, that these prayers are amplified. But Satan is working very hard here to squash out these prayers, doing whatever he can. But we see as the people are united and more and more prayers go up, that this column grew very strong. It says it reached well into the heavens. And then finally, Satan, he slid. He lost his hold and he slid rapidly to the ground. So it's a great example of how when we pray, when we're united in prayer with our brothers and sisters, in this example, it was a season of prayer. When we do so, that we can have power over the enemy. And it's our job as brothers and sisters to pray together and to share the needs of one another so that we can pray for one another. And when we do that, we can be greatly blessed. And so I would consider this prayer amplification. I, I have heard it said that when we fast and pray, um, that aspect of fasting can help to amplify our prayers and humble us before the Lord. But when we unite our prayers with other brothers and sisters, this is also a form of prayer amplification. And I think this manifestation expresses that, and there's great wisdom in this. I think uh, this agrees with what we find in Scripture. I know there's a story of another sister. I don't remember her name, but it's been told to me that she had a dream, and she um, saw little beams of light coming up. I think it was from the earth, and it was given uh, her to know that these beams of light were the prayers of the saints that were going up to the Lord. One other thing it talks about in the stream is the altar. And I'm just going to read Revelation 8, 1 through 4 here. It says, this is in the context of the seventh seal. So I may be taking this out of context a little bit, but I think this still applies. And it says, and when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets, and another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. So in this, uh, in this revelation here that the Apostle John saw, we have an altar, we have incense, and we have the prayers of the saints that were offered upon this altar. So that coincides well with what this uh, manifestation that Mrs. J.G. Pointer had, very similar to what we read here in Revelation 8, verses 1 through 4. And I think 
I often forget myself who we are fighting against. We are fighting against Satan, and Satan has plans. He's working to cause frustration and difficulty and in our plans. We often forget who we are fighting against, and we are fighting against Satan, and Satan has plans that are different from our plans, and he's always working constantly to disrupt those plans, and so we have to remember to always pray against the power of Satan like Scripture tells us. A few more scriptures, Alma 10, 107 to 109, and it says, And it came to pass that Alma and Amulek, Amulek having forsaken all his gold and silver and his precious things, which were in the land of Ammonahah, for the word of God, he being rejected by those who were once his friends and also by his father and his kindred. Therefore, after Alma having established the church at Sidon, seeing a great check, yea, seeing that the people were checked as to the pride of their hearts, and began to humble themselves before God, and began to assemble themselves together at their sanctuaries to worship God before the altar, watching and praying continually that they might be delivered from Satan and from death and from destruction. So I particularly wanted to talk about this last verse, verse 109. It says, And they began to assemble themselves together at their sanctuaries to worship before God. So they were getting together, meeting together off. It says they were watching and praying continually that they might be delivered from Satan. So I think this verse goes hand in hand with what we have here on this manifestation that this sister had so many years ago. Uh, there's examples of this all over scriptures, and I know you have testimonies in your life where you have prayed with your brothers and sisters, and the Lord has blessed you and answered those uh, prayers for you in a way that was, that was good and that was uh, beneficial for you, and it was according to God's will. Here's one more, Alma 16 to 19, which I know you're familiar with. It says, Yea, humble yourselves and continue in prayer unto him, cry unto him when you're in your fields, yea, over all your flocks, cry unto him in your houses, yea, over all your household, both morning, midday, and evening. Yea, cry unto him against the power of your enemies. Yea, cry unto him against the devil, which is an enemy to all righteousness. And here we go. Here's another example, another scripture where we pray against the power of our enemies. We cry unto him against the devil, which is our enemy. And I don't, myself, don't always pray as much as I should. I was outside working in the yard today and I was cleaning up some leaves that did not get cleaned up last fall and doing some yard work. And I thought to myself, I'm going to take this time outside today to spend time praying over uh, uh, something that's that's been on my mind a situation where uh, others have created difficulty for me uh, because of uh, what I believe, what I think with regards to the scriptures, um, belief, belief in the Book of Mormon and that God does not change and that he will continue to, to give us his word um, if he has a desire to do so. And, and so that was, been, that was on my heart today. I was praying about that situation and I was thinking about Satan and how he will will do what he can he'll he will put people he will create problems so i was i was thinking about this today this this aspect of praying all the time and i was working out in my yard and i don't pray as much as i should but i thought today as i work out in the yard and i was cleaning up leaves uh, that were left over from the fall and working in some of the flower beds cleaning them up and i thought i'm going to take this time to pray 
And so we need to do so. We need to pray often. We need to pray often whenever we can, even while we're at work. I think uh, God gives us the faculty to not only get things done at our job, but to also in the background to pray while we're while we are doing that. And that's the way he's created us. And I think all, at all times during the day, we can be praying about something. And if we do that, then we are going to be blessed because of it. And so it really is our to our disadvantage if we're not praying with our brothers and sisters. We're not praying all the time during the day. And we're missing out on an opportunity. And again, giving Satan the advantage. And we need to share our prayer requests so that others can can um, hear that, that it may, might be laid on their heart and they might also pray with you as you offer up your prayer. And when we have a season of prayer, often you'll hear the same prayer request from different brothers and sisters over and over. And that's a healthy thing. That's a good thing that these prayers are being united. And we can pray multiple times for the same prayer need and our prayers can be united in that column of prayer. I'm using the metaphor that this that uh, sister had in her manifestation, that column of prayer can grow and it can be amplified. And I was thinking about this idea of amplification and uh, there was something I saw it said, better musicianship with louder amplifiers. And it was an advertisement for a guitar amplifier. And they seem to be saying here, well, if you want better musicianship, get a louder amplifier. So I'm not sure, but I do know that when we pray together, when we unite our prayers, that our prayers are amplified. Just like if we had this this amplifier here that you'd plug your guitar into, and it has multiple stages where you can amplify the volume of your instrument. And it would get to the point it would be so loud that everybody would hear it. And I think that's a lot like prayer, that we need that prayer amplification when we put all of our resources together and this column of prayer can become mighty and it can become strong. So I truly believe that what happens in our life is in direct correlation with how much we pray and how much we pray for each other. And I know you believe that, but we need to remember that. And I think that this manifestation that the sister had uh, truly brings that to our attention. And I'm just going to end with reading through this hymn from our hymn book, uh, Did You Think to Pray? First verse says, Ere you left your room this morning, did you think to pray in the name of Christ our Savior? Did you sue for loving favor as a shield today? And then the chorus goes, Oh, how praying rests the weary. Prayer will change the night today. So when life gets dark and dreary, don't forget to pray. I'm just going to stop right there. So there's a lot of wisdom in this. There's a lot of wisdom in that chorus, how that it can give us rest, how, how we can give that burden to the Lord, how it can change a bad situation to a good situation or from night to day. And again, we need to unite our prayers one with another. And then verse 2 says, When your heart was filled with anger, did you think to pray? Did you plead for grace, my brother, that you might forgive another who had crossed your way? And verse 3 when sore trials came upon you, did you think to pray? When your soul was full of sorrow, balm of Gilead, did you borrow at the gates of day?
Now read the chorus one more time. Oh, how praying rests the weary. Prayer will change the night today. So when life gets dark and dreary, don't forget to pray. So that's all I have in this podcast, but I would like for you to remember this manifestation. Again, it was a scenario here in 1929 or, or sometime before that um, where a sister was praying here. She was praying with other brothers and sisters in our church and she had this manifestation and she saw that as the prayers were joined together, this mighty column formed and Satan was not able to stomp it out. So it's a great lesson for us. I think it's a very valuable manifestation and we need to apply that in our lives. So if you're not taking advantage or you're not participating in prayer services, then uh, if you're not participating in prayer services, I'm not participating in prayer services, we're really missing out and it's gonna make our, our lives more difficult and we will not be able to benefit our other brothers brothers and sisters if they have a prayer need because we're not there to help them out with their need and for that prayer column to grow stronger and stronger. Thank you for your time. God bless.